to this pulpit. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Brother Cosme, God bless you. Let's lift our hands all across this house and worship the Lord. Jesus, we worship you and we praise you. We call on the name that has all power and all authority. Oh, there's healing in that name. There's strength and deliverance in that name. Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, we praise you. Call on the name of Jesus tonight. Thankful to be in the house of God tonight. I kind of had to go to the bathroom and I was thinking about holding it till after service, but when they started singing release, 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 I had to go to the bathroom real quick before I got up here. I have a friend that didn't make that decision and the sermon ended in a very weird way. If you have your Bibles with you, let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 19. Give honor to our pastor. Release, release. You'll forget about it, or you'll get a visual picture every time they say that. If you have your Bibles with you, let's go to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 19. The Bible says, and they rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house in Ramah. And Okana knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Wherefore it came to pass when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived that she bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked him of the Lord. It says the Lord remembered Hannah. The Lord remembered her. Tonight, for a few moments, I want to preach on this title, this subject, The Day That It All Pays Off. The Day That It All Pays Off. If you would, put your Bibles down. Let's lift our hands one more time and ask God to be with us in the remainder of this service. Lord, we want your spirit to move among the face of the waters. God, we pray that you would speak a word into every situation, into every life, into every family, into every broken home, into every broken situation. God, you know what needs to be done and how to do it. God, tonight I pray that you somehow multiply our efforts. God, that you go out from this place and reach all four corners of this city. We pray for a mighty revival in these last days. We pray for the truth to be preached in new areas. God, we pray for an outpouring of the Holy Holy Ghost, as it was promised in the book of Joel. In the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. I'm ready to see the spirit of God that is poured out in the end times, and we're going to be the church that does the work. In Jesus' name, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful. Amen. You may be seated tonight. There was... A psychologist by the name of Emil Cui, very popular at the beginning of the 20th century. And he came up with a method of achieving goals known as the method of auto-suggestion. And what Emil Cui said is that if you have a goal or you have something in life that you want to go after, say you should get a piece of paper and you should write down your goal on that piece of paper. Define exactly, specifically what it is that you want to achieve. 
said, then underneath that, you should write down everything that you're going to sacrifice for this goal in order to achieve that goal. And then at the end of it, write down when you want to achieve that goal. Put a time frame on it. Let it be an urgent thing that's somewhere out in the future that you can reach out and reach forth to that goal. And he said, when you write down these things on this piece of paper, uh, every morning when you wake up, have it next to your bed, pick it up and read it to yourself out loud. And every night before you return to bed to go to sleep, pick it up again and read it to yourself out loud. And he said that the, the psychology behind it is as you begin to read it again and again and again. Every morning and every night you begin to read this until it becomes implanted into your mind. And when you're having a bad day, there's some things that you put within yourself that remind you of what you're reaching toward. And remind you of what you promised yourself you would sacrifice. And remind you of the time frame that you were going to achieve it. And when there's times you feel like giving up, you remember that piece of paper. And when you may have had a bad day, at the end of the day you come home and you're barely pulling yourself together. You pick up that piece of paper and you read it all over again. And as I thought of this idea of psychology, I couldn't help but make the connection of something that the people of God can pick up every morning and return to every evening. And it is the promises of our God. A God that said, I'll be with you even when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. A God that said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I don't know what what you're going through, but you need to get back to something that was written down a long time ago. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word shall never pass away. The promises of the Lord are yea and amen. I want to preach to somebody tonight that you may be in a difficult season, but you need to get back into standing on the promises of God. I may have had a bad day, but I still serve a good God. I may have had a bad week, but I still say the great and the mighty Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, my life may have ups and downs, but I'm going to keep my eyes focused on the throne room of heaven and the God that's greater than it all. Oh, somebody give the Lord some praise. Oh, life is going to be difficult and life is going to be hard. You need to put some things in your spirit that when it gets tough, you remember the God that you serve. You've gone too far to turn back now. One song said, there's too many sunsets that lie beyond the mountains. There's too many deserts my feet have walked through. There's too many treasures that are laid up over yonder. And there's too much to gain, to lose. It's not time to backslide. It's time to get back into prayer before service. It's not time to give up. It's time to get back to daily Bible reading. It's time to get back doing what you know you're supposed to do. You know, what's the will of God for you? Get back to what you know needs to be done. Oh, somebody, it's not time to give up, give in, or give out. It's time to step in. It's time to let God show out. It's time for revival. It's time for souls to be baptized in Jesus' name. It's time for new souls to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's not time to give up, but we've got to get back to the book of Acts. Oh, he said, this promise is unto you and your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall come. Oh, somebody believe it right now. Believe it. You may be seated.
Isaiah 40 and 29, he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You need to learn how to wait on the Lord and remember the promises that he's given you. There may be a little season right now where you don't see how it's all going to work out and you don't understand why you are where you are. But you know when I read about Joseph, even when Joseph got put in Potiphar's house, he made that situation the best that he could and rose to the top. And even when he ended up in the prison, it was the worst that it could be. He found his way once again to rise to the top because you can be what you're supposed to be even when you're not where you want to be even when you're not working where you want to work even when you're not living where you want to live you can be faithful to God you can serve him on the hills and in the valleys you can be faithful to him with millions or with nothing with food or with nothing my commitment is not for any of those things but my commitment is for the day that it all pays off oh let's worship the Lord for about 15 seconds Oh, I pray tonight that God would strengthen somebody to remember the reason why you're on earth more than anything is to live for God and to worship his name and to be a vessel that he can use. Oh, God, if you don't do anything else for me, you've done enough already. You died for me on Calvary. You were the sacrifice for sin. Oh, I'm just going to raise my hands and say hallelujah. Even in the middle of the worst time of my life, praise the Lord. Even when I don't know what's going to happen this week and next week oh thank you Jesus for the goodness of God you may be seated they that wait on the Lord but you know there's something different between just waiting and waiting on the Lord if you're just waiting it's kind of like you're at the DMV on F Street you're just sitting there and you don't know what's going to happen and you're just going to stay in the same place and Hope your phone doesn't die because you don't got nothing else to do and you're just really bored and, and you're waiting for your number to be called and you'll just sit there until that time comes. We don't just sit there until we see the promise. But waiting on the Lord means that there's some things to do while I'm waiting. I can be faithful to God while I'm waiting. I can be faithful in attendance to church even while I'm waiting. I can be faithful to giving even while I'm waiting. I can be faithful to witnessing even while I'm waiting. I I can be faithful to prayer even while I'm waiting. Come on, I can be faithful to Bible reading even while I'm waiting. There's a difference between waiting and waiting on the Lord. I'm not just waiting, but I'm working while I'm waiting. And I'm trusting God while I'm waiting. And I'm going to accomplish something while I'm waiting. I'm not going to put it in neutral. I'm going to keep moving forward. I don't know where it's going to lead. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I'm going to keep going forward. I don't know what store to take, but I'm going to keep going forward because God leads us forward into revival. You may be seated. There's a difference between waiting and waiting on the Lord. We get discouraged sometimes because we ask for something to happen and we believe it to happen and it doesn't happen. In Matthew chapter number 7 and verse 7, Jesus said, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh 
receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If we read that in the English language, we may think that that just means that we're going to ask once and seek once and knock once, and if it doesn't happen, we're going to turn away and give up on that promise, give up on that blessing. But the Greek original language of that, asketh, seeketh, and knocketh, implies a continual action being made. In other words, I don't just ask once and seek once and knock once, but God, I'm going to keep asking I'm going to keep seeking. I'm going to keep knocking. I haven't seen that backsliding family member come into the church yet, but I'm going to keep seeking for it. I'm going to keep knocking for it. Oh, that person that I've really been inviting to church that hasn't shown up yet, I'm going to keep believing for it. It hasn't happened yet, but that's not any reason for me to give up because I have faith that's greater than what I see. I have faith that's greater than the voice of doubt. I have faith that's greater than disease. I have faith that's greater than unbelief. Somebody lift up a prayer of faith. You may be seated. Continual action needs to be made. In Acts chapter 10 and verse 1, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. I don't know how long Cornelius had been giving in his alms. I don't know how long that Cornelius had been praying. But I knew that as he continually kept praying again and again, he kept giving again and again. There was a day when his prayers and his alms were raised up as a memorial before God. I want to tell somebody today that you just might be a few moments away from receiving your miracle. You might be a few moments away from that door being opened, a blessing in your life, uh, for God to do a new thing, for God to heal you in your body. But if you give up somewhere in the middle, you may never make it. But I'll tell you what you can do today. You can believe one more time. And if we'll believe one more time, tonight could be the night that an angel of the Lord comes down and says, my brother, your prayers have risen up as a memorial before the Lord. My sister, your prayers are being risen up as a memorial before the Lord. Just keep going forward and doing what you know to do. And there's a day coming when God's going to step in and answer your prayers. Oh, let's worship the Lord. We serve a God that answers prayers. We serve a God that specializes in the impossible. We serve a God that specializes in healing. He specializes in rearranging marriages and putting things back together. We serve a God that makes all things new. He can restore what's been lost. He can fix what's been broken. Oh, he can speak life into the darkest night. He can speak peace to the craziest storms. You can come to the music. I'm almost finished. Oh, come on, somebody. Let's worship the Lord. Somebody was ready to give up. Somebody was ready to turn around. But they said, you know what? I think I'm going to believe one more time. 
Oh, I'll tell you, when you feel the worst opposition coming against you, that's when the enemy knows that good things are right around the corner. Right when you feel like everybody's talking bad about you and everything's falling apart, there's a God behind the scenes that's doing some greater things in your life, and the devil wants to get you off course before you ever receive it. Devil, I'm going to shut you up with my praise and my worship, and I'm going to believe in the God that said he never leave me or forsake me. Oh, come on. Come on. Let's start making our way to the front tonight. I believe that God's going to do great things in this house. I believe there's going to be miracles and reports of healing. There's going to be souls filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, come on, somebody. Let's worship the Lord. Come on. Let's lift up our voices all across this house. Come on, some of you have been praying for medical conditions. Some of you have been praying for financial situations. Some of you have been praying for all kinds of things. I'll tell you tonight, there's freedom in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's healing in the house of the Lord. Oh, let's lean into the presence of God tonight. Come on, let's lean into the presence of God tonight. iPad closed. This is over. Hannah, if she would have given up somewhere in the middle, would never have received Samuel. Samuel would be the one that anointed David. David would be in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Her destiny depended on whether or not she held out and held on to the things of God. I want to tell somebody, we were talking about it at lunch today. There are people living for God today because of people that served God many years ago. There's people you don't even know yet that are depending on your walk with God. There's family members that you've never met yet. It says that Levi paid tithes and Melchizedek through the through the loins of Abraham the things that we give to God we don't even see how it's all going to come back for a blessing but I'll tell you there's a destiny on your life there's a greater purpose on your life and I'm going to hold on because there's a day coming that it all pays off Hannah could have given up when Elkanah doubted her Hannah could have given up when Peninnah provoked her Hannah could have given up after she went a few times and it didn't happen but Hannah held on Hannah got bitter but Hannah held on Hannah got confused but Hannah held on Hannah was jealous but Hannah held on and because she held on the Lord remembered her oh I want to tell somebody the situation may be bad and you don't understand but I'll tell you the option to give up is never the right option you may be hurt you may be offended you may be confused but hang on there's a day coming that it all pays off Let's lift our hands all across this house. Come on. There's a deep cry in this house tonight for somebody that was ready to give up. Come on. Somebody that said, you know what? If it don't happen tonight, I, I don't know. If this doesn't change, I'm, I'm going to move. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to leave town. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to leave my family. There's people we don't even realize that before they ever make a decision, they're thinking thoughts. There was people, I feel, going into this service that were ready to turn away from every responsibility. I'll tell you tonight, God says, hold on. Help is on the way. There's a God that's coming to rescue you. 
and he's not by himself but he's the Lord of heaven's armies there's an army that's coming after you on a rescue mission from the throne and if you'll step into the presence of God he will heal he will restore come on there's confusion and hurts in this house tonight there's some things that can never be healed naturally can never be healed if we just avoid them and ignore them there's some things that specifically need to be handed to the Lord so that he can heal them there's some things we're trying to hold on to that God never intended for us to hold on to oh somebody tonight let the Holy Ghost give you rest let the Holy Ghost give you peace let the Holy Ghost give you joy oh come on all across this house let's lift our hands as they begin to sing I wonder if there's someone that can lift their hand and testify I was ready to give up but somehow God gave me the faith to believe again come on come on let's fight in the spirit tonight come on God's making a way you don't even see it there's a God behind the scenes that's working in your family that's working in your business that's working in your finances that's opening doors that you didn't even knock on that's healing things in your spirit healing things in your heart come on somebody let's press into the presence of God